What's up, guys? Thank you for listening to the Go Bros Sports Radio Podcast. It's me, Alex. And uh, we're going to be doing things a little differently from now on. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So with me and my brother, we um, we are the Go Bros, and we do have pretty different schedules right now. And we wanted to keep the podcast going for sure. Um, we enjoy doing it, regardless of who's listening or how popular we are. And so... My brother Chris came up with a great idea. We're going to do just little short segments, maybe five, ten minutes, nothing long, nothing crazy, and we'll just do it solo for a little bit. We'll both just add on to the podcast whatever we feel like it, whatever we want to talk about. Um, we'll make sure to keep it relevant, but we'll always keep it entertaining for sure. But um, yeah, so we're just going to keep it nice, short, and sweet little podcast for you guys, little episodes for you. Um, and basically the reason we're doing that is so let's say, you know, it's kind of like Netflix. You go on, you watch an episode that you want to watch. You don't have to watch the entire season all at once. Um, I know I listen to podcasts all the time, sports podcasts in particular. And, I mean, they're like an hour, sometimes hour and a half long. And I'll listen to it, you know, because I'm a junkie. And I love that sort of thing. But I get it that there's only certain segments that I really do care about. And sometimes I find myself fast-forwarding. So that way, you know, when we do it like this, we'll do short little segments. Like today, I'm even just talking about the playoffs and my picks and whatnot. And so if you're interested in listening to me talk about the playoffs, hey, click on it, listen to it, boom, you're done. You don't have to listen to anything else. But And then my brother will do the same thing. He'll talk about something different. And that week you like something that we're talking about, you can listen to that specific thing instead of having us having to listen to us talk for about like an hour on something that you really aren't really that interested in. You really only want to listen to one part. So we're just going to break it up section by section and uh, hopefully it'll be fun. Um, but yeah, that's how we're going to do it. And hopefully y'all enjoy it. Um, this is the first one that we're doing like this. And uh, I'm just going to be me for right now. Um, but yeah, we'll do it short, sweet, and make it to the point. So let's get started. Not going to waste anyone's time. Playoffs have begun. First round is out. And now we're on to the next round. We got Tennessee versus the Patriots this week. Should be interesting. Should be fun. And I've been looking at the stats so far, trying to figure out how Mariota is going to win this one. I mean, he's still so young and experienced. Last week he had two touchdowns, one pick. The run game is inconsistent in Tennessee. Uh, it's an easy one for me to pick the Pats on this one. I mean, you got Tom Brady versus Mariota. That's really all you need to look at. Um, next week's going to be, I think, probably the most interesting game. Uh, Jags versus Pitt coming up. Both defenses are top five. Jags are number two. Pittsburgh is number five. Uh, both have top five offenses, kind of. Um, Pittsburgh's got the number three offense. Jags the number six. So I just can just consider that top five. Um, but that's in total yards. And believe it or not, Bortles versus Ben. Um, Blake Bortles is actually doing pretty well this year. You know, a little Bortles service. I'm a fan of Bortles. But um, it is no secret that he is awful. He is terrible. Um, he intercepts the ball. He makes stupid mistakes. He looks like a rookie out there. I know it's like his fourth year in the league, but he, I just, you just can't rely on him. Um, and that is why, I don't know. I mean, Big Ben, he makes mistakes too, but he's earned the right to make mistakes. You know, he's won a Super Bowl. And so I think, I've been thinking about it, Big Ben is going to win it. They're going to win it barely. It'll be close. Uh, that Jacksonville defense is nasty. They'll get a turnover, maybe two. Um, that Steelers defense is nasty, and they're going to keep Bortles out of the end zone. I mean, they barely beat the Bills last week. So I think um, the Jacksonville Jaguars, their little Cinderella season is going to come to an end uh, this weekend. And then you got an interesting game. you got Atlanta versus Philly. I'm calling upset right from the beginning. 
Philly is just not that strong anymore without Carson Wentz. Um, however, I mean, both teams do have top 10 defenses. The Eagles are number four um, all around. Falcons are number nine. That's pretty good. But the real question everybody's asking themselves is, can you trust Nick Foles? And the answer is no, you can't. I mean, last three weeks, just look at what he's done. I mean, he beat the Giants. Congratulations. He barely beat the Giants. They had the worst defense in the league, actually second worst right now in the season, and you barely beat them. You had to put up 45 points on them. And then you beat the Raiders. Congratulations. Foles, you threw for a whopping 169 yards, which is a game high. Um, Derek Carr, the whole Raiders organization, just been in a weird slump this season. Everyone expected them to be great. They're not. Um, they got Gruden, so let's see what happens next year. And then the last game of the season, which really tells a lot, they lost to Dallas six to nothing. I know high scoring game was a nail biter. Um, Nick Foles stats of the night: four of eleven for thirty nine yards. So this is what I'm saying. I'm saying Ned, Nate Sudfeld will enter the game at some point um, and relieve Nick Foles of his terrible duties, and uh, he'll probably put up a little bit of a show. But I think at the end, Atlanta's going to win a close one. And we'll be moving on to the next round. I know that hurts me to say it because I am a Louisiana New Orleans Saints fan, but Atlanta moves on. I'm sorry. Um, next game, obviously, is one that I'm very excited about. Can't wait for New Orleans versus Minnesota. Looking at this from an unbiased perspective, I got to look at the analytics first. Both defenses are strong. You know, Minnesota's number one in yards per game, Saints are 17 in that category. However, the Saints are number three in interceptions. Um, anyone has been watching the Saints this season knows that they are very opportunistic. They are a bend-but-don't-break defense. Minnesota is not the case. They do not bend at all. Um, so it'll be very hard for Drew Brees to move the ball, just like it was first game of the season. But granted, it was the first game of the season. I do have faith that he's going to come out looking strong um, and a lot better than he did the first time they met. Um, and then when you look at the QBs even further, you know, Drew's a top-five QB and Case Keenum is not. He's in the same realm. When you look at his stats, his stats are in the same realm as Blake Bortles, uh, James Winston, and an Eli Manning for this year. And that just doesn't scream, you know, playoff success. I mean, that might win you one game, but not against a, a Saints defense that's been looking like it has, not like a Drew Brees that's been throwing the ball like he has. Um, the rushing attack, you know, Saints are top five. Vikings are number 11. When it comes to yards, um, I mean, the running running the ball will be good for both teams. I think the Saints won't run the ball as well. I think it'll be kind of like it was against Carolina, a little inconsistent. But I think Kamara and Ingram might break free, maybe for one or two, you know, big games. Maybe some screens will happen. But overall, I'm picking a Saints win um, just because I just can't put any faith and I just don't trust Case Keenum to win it for you. I know it happened with Dilfer. Um, and Brad Johnson, but that doesn't mean it's going to happen with Case Keenum. I think he is one of those QBs that kind of just came in to the uh, to the season on um, what am I trying to say? Not a lot of people are looking at him. You know, the scouting report really wasn't that high on him. I know he did pretty well in Houston for that one year, but then he kind of fell off, and then he came back, resurrected his career, whatnot. I just don't see it. Um, I just don't believe that he's you know it. I'm thinking of um, Fitzpatrick with the Jets. He had that one great year, and then the next year it's crap. I'm looking at Foles, actually. You know, I'm thinking this case Keenum year could be like a Nick Foles year, um, where in the first season he came in, looked great, you know, took over Mike Vick, and then all of a sudden they gave him the the keys to the house, and he just couldn't maintain it. 
I think that's what's going to happen. Um, Keenum's going to fall out, not going to win his playoff debut. Next season, they're going to give him the keys, and it's going to be the same result. He's just not – he's going to underperform, and they're going to have to uh, turn to Teddy Bridgewater pretty quickly. So I think Saints win this one. Vikings D is going to be tough. It's going to be a close one. Um, Saints aren't putting up numbers like they were a couple years ago, but they're doing a better job. So I think – let's see what I got. I got Saints moving on, Atlanta moving on, uh, Pittsburgh and the Pats. So the AFC, you know, is pretty easy. I think it's going to be Pats-Pitt. And then I think two weeks we'll be seeing another another NFC rivalry match against Atlanta, New Orleans in the Dome. That'll be interesting, but we will wait and see what happens this week. Um, probably hear from you again this week. Um, I know my schedule's kind of crazy, but I'll try to find time to you know do some things with it. But as always, thanks for listening. And, uh,